join the conversation with June and Heidi. Welcome to A Cup of Grace. We are raising the next generation. Regardless if we have children of our own or of any young person that we influence, our life is a learning lab full of teachable moments giving unconditional love, showing mercy and grace. The role of a mother is our topic of discussion. Uh, the role of a mother. We, we play many roles as a mom. Yes, we do. Um, we was talking about it a little bit yesterday and I was telling you how we can be caregivers and coaches and mentors and we're housekeepers, teachers. We, we drive the school bus in the morning. I know I got one, my own. Yeah. Uh, we are emotional supporters, spiritual guides, financial planners. We do so many things as a mom. And sometimes I wonder how can we do so much? And I definitely come to the conclusion that God truly empowers us to be able to play all of these different tasks. And even at the point when um, we're not feeling so well or we're sick or we're ill or we're tired, we still got that motivation to move on and continue on with our tasks. As a mom, it's like we can never give up on our children. We can't, and we have to stay aware of what's going on with them. They're so different. <clears throat> Each one is so unique to the different needs that they might um, have that we we have to become these different people or wear these different hats. Kids are, they're a blessing from God, and the way this world is going, all of the stuff that is trying to come at them, they have to have, they have to have that guidance. Yes. And we have to give it to them in a way where they can accept it because you know, children can be very rebellious, especially when they get in them teenage years and um, the young adults. They think they know it all. Yeah, they, they think they know it all, but it's so much more to know. And we want to use all of our past experiences to <clears throat> lift them up where they won't have to go through some of the things we went through and to be better than us. Yeah. Like you're saying, um, when they re reach a certain age, and even the younger kids now, they, they talk to you like they really know what they're doing and they really know what they're talking about. But out of all the different roles we may play, I find it very interesting that the main role we have through God's Word is to teach our kids. The Bible tells or encourage our children, do not forget your mother's teaching. So that teaching comes sometimes to, it's hard work. Because we have to teach even when we feel like they're not listening. We have to teach even when we don't feel like teaching because we're just tired or because sometimes I just feel like I'm just repeating myself and I'm not getting nowhere, uh, nowhere with my children. But an encouragement I also find in the Word, the Word tells us, don't get tired of planting that good seed. For the ripping, the ripping season will come. So it's just, we have to remain hopeful and know that God's word will never turn back void. And as long as we have that connection with God, I, I, I truly believe that his word, his compassion, his grace, his patience, especially patience with the children, will flow through us for us to continue to inspire them to do right and to teach them what God wants us to teach them for their future. I tell my kids often enough, 
I know, I know what life is about. I know what I'm telling you. I'm telling you these things for you, for yourself. So you don't have to go through the things I went through. It's like, for instance, let's say you have parents that work so hard throughout their life and they say, you know, I'm going to put all of my money, all of my business in your hand just so you can take them from that point and make it better. But you don't have to do all the work. They already done for you. Yeah, they didn't so, set the foundation. Exactly. Sorry, yeah, kids. You have so, to build on top yeah, of it. Yeah, and that's what I tell my kids. I don't, you don't need to go through what I went through. I experienced these things out of my own foolishness, yeah. ignorance. But now I want you to use my pain, my suffering, my experience, which brought for wisdom through God himself. So you don't have to make the, the same mistakes and you can have a better life. Yeah. And what you were saying, I mean, it's ignorance. When you don't know, you just don't know. And sometimes, as we said with the kids, we feel like we're repeating ourselves over and over mm -hmm. again. But that thing is getting in them. Oh, yeah. It's, it might not... We might not see it right then and there, but as they get older, they're going to remember some yeah. of the words that we say and then be like, oh, that's what mom was talking mm -hmm. about. So we just have to keep keep going on and on. And then we have to um, continue in conversation at all times with them. Yes. You know, go deeper and deeper. Kids can give you those Very important. one answer, one-worded answers. Yes. And we have to like keep pulling. Like, yeah. We have to really pull it up out of them. Yeah, and the key to that, what you said, um, just keep teaching them and get deep into conversation, is because the world get deep yeah. into teaching our kids everything that is wrong. Everything else. Everything. I mean, they have everything available through their phones and the television and the friends at school. You know, all this uh, new trends and this new challenge they do and how the things that used to be wrong. Uh, now they are acceptable and everything is allowed through the society, through our children. So the more they be exposed to the world, which is a whole lot today, the more we have to get into details, you know, of teaching them God word. You know, it's funny because I'm, I'm about to be 41 this year and um, my mom, she was not so detailed on her teaching, but that one thing she told me, Throughout my whole childhood, I remember in my time of needs, and every time when I was a teenager and I was in trouble, she said, well, you know, get your life right with the Lord. You won't be going through the things you're going through. That was basically the teaching she gave me my entire childhood. Yeah. And at the age of 30, those words came back clear to my spirit, to my mind. And I mean, I'm here today. Yeah. yeah. So even though she wasn't so detailed, like, you still got it. Yes, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, so our parents, they give us a safe place, a mm -hmm. safe place where we're supposed to be able to be vulnerable. Sometimes we don't feel that way with our parents growing up, but then with our children, we're going to take what our parents gave us mm -hmm. and fit it toward our lifestyle. Yes. And since we have, you know, Jesus as the, the leader of our house, <clears throat> And then if we have a husband or a, a spouse um, to share the responsibilities with, mm -hmm. we have to know our role because yes, very it is very important. We don't want to, you know, go into a place that we're not supposed to mm -hmm. be in. And then, like I was saying, you know, sometimes as a single parent, you have to play both roles That's and right. know how to have that balance. Mm -hmm. And that balance usually comes with help. God sends us people to help us to have um, 
you know, for women to have a male figure mm -hmm. in their life because it's needed. Like we can't put all of it on ourselves. Right. There's two sides to it. it That's is. how God made it. Yeah. And in relationships and then to children, to family. Yeah, I feel like like God love is so so deep and so intense and complicated and so perfect that he is disciplinary himself, but he's compassionate. Mm -hmm. uh, he is kind, but he also provider. Like you see the qualities of a mother and a father in God's love for oh, us. So it, that was too much to put just to put all of that just in the mom or just in the dad. So that's why you know through God's word, the man is called to discipline our children, to provide for the family, to uh, protect, and we're called to you know to do the teaching, and we're more like I was saying caregivers, and we're usually the. I know I have a lot of compassion in my heart, so thank you. Too, my way. Too, too much yeah, my husband is strict you know yeah. he's he's one way and it's just the way it is and yeah. i'm like hey baby can you please see it different way but we have to learn how to respect the the nature got put in our husband mm -hmm. and and understand that they they were called to do what they do yeah. and trust that god made them for that purpose and then i think of um i think of eli the priest and how he did not discipline mm. his children. He just let them do whatever they want. Like he was, I guess, so-called friends with them and he didn't want to disappoint them. We can't let that stop us from raising our children and raising the next generation. Right. Because it's not going to help them at all. We look at God and he disciplines us. Like we get God's discipline. And when he does that, he does it in love. Mm -hmm. Because he knows if he does not do it, we can go so far. We be running. I mean, messed up to the core. Right. God knows what He's doing. Yes, yes. He the right the word tell you that uh, he who He loves, He discipline. Discipline it is necessary. So we have to kind of practice that thing that is called self control when it comes yes. to our love for our children and let our husbands do what they need to do. But for those ladies that are out there raising their kids by themselves, um, the word tells you. And this is for their children. Even if your mother or father forsake you, I will never leave you. So you have to trust and believe that either you are a single father or a single mom, God will step in to fill up that gap for you. But you just have to remain close to him. In him. Yeah. yeah. So if we don't remain in him, that's when we get lost. Definitely. And there's so many ways that we can lose control mm -hmm. and get a chaotic house. Everybody's doing whatever they want to do. Mm. And that that's going to really make you very tired and very weary where you're not going to want to even deal with it. You're just going to go through the motions, yes. which I've done before. Mm. You know, as long as we got food and... Um, just the basics. Yeah, the basic stuff. So it's so much more than the basics. Like, they go to school to learn, but the real school <clears throat> is at home. That home life has to be experiences. I mean, they need to be in the finances. They need to know these things at an early age. And sometimes we'll just, you know, do the budget. They know that there's no money, but they don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like, sit them down and let them see these things with us. And, you know, our prayer time, make sure that they're seeing that this is what we're doing. Like, before the day even starts, this is what we're doing because... They'll wake up and they don't even know what was going on hours before they were up, that we were on our knees right. and just pleading for them. We have to prepare them. 
that's what love does. We have to look at love and God tells us exactly what love is. And then we have to choose to do these things. Yes, and I feel like creating a, a good atmosphere at home, it does help. I mean, it's kind of hard for you to want to pray and want to meditate or uh, read your word when you have a, a dirty house or a messy house. You know, it, it comes with work, but one of the things I love is, is the Proverbs 31 that speaks of um, that woman that tell their, her maids what to do, like she give them tasks. I don't have maids, but I have children and yeah. I have a husband. Yeah. They, he's so willing to always help me. So I come up with a plan, a house shore um, plan and everybody do something. So we all work in unity mm -hmm. and we make sure that our house stays in order. You know, and you sit down and you can focus more, you know, in reading your word than looking at the pile of clothes sitting on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, and this is part of the the motherhood. This is part of the things we do. We have to have that that order at home and kind of make sure that things are taken care of. But we also we have to work as a team and learn how to um, basically uh, uh, what's that word? Give someone what to do, not try to do it all ourselves. Yeah, we can't do it all. Ourselves. We try. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we try. We can. Our house, our home, our family is our first sense of community. Mm -hmm. Unity and everybody doing what they're supposed to do. That's how businesses work. That's how relationships are supposed to go. So let's let's take take our time with it. Mm -hmm. Really think about it and prepare. Preparation, preparation, that's like yes. the number one. With any sports team, they don't just get out there and start playing. Yes. Like they have prepared, they 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 done did their practice. So we have to do our practice. Yeah, and if something don't work, I mean we can always readjust something. Always. I mean and until you find what you need. Um, but you know, we talk a lot about the housework, but one of the things, and I think is I know I don't think I know for a fact, the the major purpose for us as mom or work for us as mom, I feel like is to protect that because God trusted us with our children. You know, yes, uh, the, the Bible tells us our children are God's love gift to us. Mm -hmm. And we do know that everyone is born with a purpose. Yes. Like God trusted uh, Mary with Jesus. He's yes. the savior of the word. Yeah. Um, he trusted um, Elizabeth with John with one of the greatest prophet. I mean, yeah. he trusted a mother with a child that eventually in the future was going to perform something that was going to transform the world. Yes. And I believe that each one of us, including our children, has the potential to do this great impact of people around us. Mm -hmm. So how do we protect that baby, that purpose that we give birth to that God entrusted us with? Prayer, starting Prayers. prayer, and, and <laughs> the word, the word of God. That's what it all leads back to. Because when we try to do things on our own, it's so easy to, to have these high expectations or look at things um, where we're able to let them disappoint us. We have to lay down all of our expectations have no disappointments. Yeah, some of the things might disappoint us that they do, but to let them know to affirm and edify these children and lift them up at all times. Like, 
guard our mouth, especially if we're irritated or um, sick, anything. You know, it's easy to just say stuff out of our out of out of our mouths that we can't take back. We can say sorry about something, but when you put a word out there, there there's no going back with it. Yes. So, at all times, lifting our children up and to knowing what exactly they need. What is their love language? That's a big one right there to find out how do they feel loved because each one of them are so different that if we, you know, given quality time, Mm -hmm. which is always good, but some just need more. That's true. Where another one might, they might need them affirming words all the time or they might like to get presents all the time. I know one of mine, she just loves to get presents, which... That's not my love language, so I don't understand it, but I'm going to do it because I know this is how she feels love. Yeah, that is so true uh, and so vital for us as mom to have that discernment to understand that each one of our kids are different. Mm-hmm. And like I, I tell mine, I got, I got four of my own and I tell them, I, I don't treat, it's not that I love one more than the other, it's that I'm treating you accordingly. Accordingly. accordingly to the things I know you need and you speak on the things we said yeah. um, and I just I believe that one of the powerful things that we have as mom is our mouth I tell you a quick story it was a time where I had um, a spinal surgery and I was not able to get up and do absolutely nothing with my hands and my feet my body was at that point useless. You were down. I, I, I praise God for the husband he gave me because he really stood up in the guy for me. And I, I mean, I'm grateful for him. And my children helped a lot. But a lot of times as moms, we feel like when we get, we can't get up to do what we want to do in the house, like it's over, you know, uh, like I can get up and wash the dishes. I cannot get up and cook, which I don't cook. My husband cook. Yeah. Praise God yeah, for that. Praise uh, praise we can go shopping for the house. We can do the different things we want to do, but that's one thing that we have available that is a powerful instrument and it's our mouth. All times. I was sharing with you yesterday how I was so inspired by a lioness. The lioness used her mouth to hunt. She cleanses her cups with her mouth. She relocates them with her mouth. She uh, defends her cups with her mouth. Everything she do, she does it with her mouth. It's a powerful thing the lioness has. So do we. We cleanse our kids when we speak God's words over them. We relocate them when they go in towards the wrong direction. We go hunting, well, how? In prayers. Mm-hmm. God, I need you to give me up your wisdom so I can then feed my kids your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. So the things we say and do, well, the things we say are so powerful. You know, we can we can truly say something that can destroy our kids or build them up. Yeah. So so our words are absolutely powerful. Yeah, and I like that about the lioness. Um, we look at the whole animal kingdom, and she stay in the king presence. Yes, she, she, very she know how to do that. Yes, <laughs> but when we um look at that nature and how animals just automatically take care you know so women inspiring. yes i love they it just do it and that's yes. what they do like they don't have all of these um what is this the mindset to think going back and forth is this right or is this right they just do it yes it comes naturally guys given 
it's God's gives us, but we also have that supernatural. We have the Holy Spirit in us who speaks to us directly. Yes. Just to us. For our children. Like we are the the we are their first little Jesus, really. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we are Jesus, but our words. Yeah, we represent out. him. So we are right. his representatives. And when they see that, they can't they can't they, they have to be great. Like, yeah. it has to be. I just love uh, when I read the, the scripture in the Bible that says that um, God formed our innermost in our mom's wombs. So our yeah. wombs become to be God's worship, where he just designed everything exactly how he want our kids to be. Like, that. Right. that is so deep. That's the first, I believe, the first encounter we have. You know, isn't our mother's womb like? And I feel like that's where our hearts are built the way they are. And I was, um, I had learned that the word um, God's God's love is actually compassion, and the word compassion in Hebrew actually means womb. I just and love it. And this women were so compassionate. You know, men don't have that. Uh, oh boy, they don't have. <laughs> like our women parts like they we have such a sensitivity we do that we have to share with the world it is for the world i know they be like you know women we have rights we are strong we can do anything and we can we can do pretty good but there are two sides that's what god god gave us a man and a woman to make a child you know, um, when um, all of this issue played out in the garden with Adam and Eve, one of the things that God told Eve that it was that she was going to give, <clears throat> excuse me, birth uh, with pain, labor with pain. Mm-hmm. But the he, Bible he, he tells us yes, that's a lot of pain. that the Bible tells us that we suffer men also comes for uh, comfort, God's comfort. And I believe that that's why we're such a comforter to our children, because you can be a comforter if you don't experience pain yourself. And one of the things about about us is, mom, we can take things so deep to our hearts. Like we, it, that's why we can relate a lot of times a little bit better. And that's why I believe that the teaching is supposed to come from the mom, because we have we're more vulnerable at, at, at times, but we also have. A lot of strength because I can recall many times when I see my mother dealing with different things and she would still get up and cook and clean and yeah. and make sure I was ready to go to school like we just we got that good stubborn spirit in us to make sure we just fight all the way down for our kids yeah we will fight for our families and that's just like you were saying the lioness <clears throat> that you get in her space <clears throat> she gonna tear it up oh yeah like she becomes the protector also. Yeah. So protecting this generation to come, they need us so much. And that's not, again, it's not just our children, but it's the young people of this world. Yeah, Naomi is a perfect example. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She is because she really took Ruth and Ruth. I mean, she's in the lens of Jesus. Oh, yes. So 
how important is that? Our lives are important, and especially these young lives that we have coming. You know, sometimes we feel like we, our kids are a little difficult and a little challenging. And it reminds me of the story of Rebecca when she was pregnant and her pregnancy was chaotic. She was in such a pain and suffering and she was like, well, this pregnancy is truly from God. Why am I feeling like this? So she went to pray and asked God and God told her because two great nations great are forming nations. in you. So sometimes we see our kids struggling and just they bring it for a challenge to us. So we gotta, like we always and often say, look at things through God's perspective. So the greater the challenge, I believe the greater is the purpose. And I know that God give, when I look at mine and I'm like, okay, um, I just had enough. But God knew they was gonna bring forth those kind of troubles to me. And he still wanted me to be their mom. So therefore I believe that God empowered me and gave me everything I need to fight for my children. I love the story of, um, what is her name, Hagar? Hagar cried out to God. And when she was in distress because how she was treated, God heard, hear her cry out. Sometimes we feel like we're so desperate and all we can do is cry for our children. That's the prayer God hears quickly. Because God then said to her, a great, a great um, generation will come from your son. So sometimes we don't feel like we have the words for our kids or we're just getting tired and weary. Right out to God, He hears you, He sees you. Yeah, he does. To be a mother. Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus' name this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another Cup of Grace.